Bum, 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 bum. What are you doing? I see, you know, you're doing an episode of the podcast. I know. Well, it's been a really, 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 really... Stop it. Really, really, really... Stop it. Really, really... Okay, they get it. It's been a long time. Really long time. I didn't get to finish. Okay. And so you're doing like a little fanfare? Is that what you were doing? No, I was just singing on the mic. I was checking. It was a new way to check the mic. Bum, 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 bum. Stop it. Okay, so it's been a very long time since we've done an episode. And it's Billy. Billy hey, Billy. Yes, Mr. James. Whoa. <laughs> it's been so long, your voice has changed. Yes, no, exactly. Absolutely. I think my voice is starting to finally get a little lower. Oh, that's just silly. You're doing that on purpose, aren't you? Yes, no, yes, I am actually, because no, this is my real voice. I couldn't actually do it, but I was trying, I was just trying to put it down. <laughs> okay, okay. That's to say that it's been a very long time since we've done this show. You know, and so many of you, first off, hello there, and, and good day, and good evening, and I hope you're all well. Thank you for your patience. This podcast is one of those things that. I love doing, but I don't always have time to do it. And we had such a busy year this last year. We'll talk about that. Yeah, you got to tell them all about the Comic-Conos, the Kokomos. Comic-Cons. That's what I said. No, it isn't. <laughs> and we, yeah, we did lots of Comic-Cons. We did all sorts of stuff. We traveled all over. I mean, not the world, but we, you know, we did go to London and stuff too. And that was exciting with my wife and daughter. So we'll talk about it. Let's get Mr. Announcer guy in. Let's do it right. This is the first, this is actually season four, episode two, because we did season four, episode one, you know, way, way, way. Really, 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 really. Okay. Really long time ago. Yeah. So Mr. Hey, hey, Mr. Announcer guy. Yes, James. How's it going? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm doing super fantastic. That's super cool. It's been a really, 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 really. Yeah. Okay. Really long time. Really, really long time. Yep, but I'm back. You're back. And will you announce the show so we can just get right to it? Yeah, man, here we go. Cue that music, Jerry the Music Man. You got it, Mr. Announcer Guy! Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, it's the James Arnold Taylor Podcast. Talking to myself, the Jetcast. We're back, man. Yeah, we're back, man. Yeah, we're back, man. Cool it, I'm still announcing. Sorry. 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 And now, here he is, the same guy that's doing all the voices you're hearing, including this super cool one, James Arnold Taylor. Thank you, Mr. Announcer Guy. You got it, man. I'm going to leave now. Uh, No, what do I say? You say I'm going to go now. Boy, it has been a long time. I'm going to go now. And there he goes. And oh, Jerry the Music Man knows his cues. Boy, it's been a while, but everybody's still doing their thing. Welcome to the James Arnold Taylor podcast. It has been far too long. I'm sorry. Here's the thing. We're going to talk about it all. We're going to talk about a lot of things. That's what we do on the James Arnold Taylor podcast. And I got to be honest, you know, I I felt like, you know, I mean, does anybody really care? I mean, it was just a podcast. And then I went all over the place, all over the the country, and then uh, to London and other places. And I found that every place I went, hundreds and hundreds of you came up to me and said, you missed this podcast. Boy, I got to tell you, that I I don't know where to put my feelings. It's, I I do, I'm in my heart and out there with thanks to you. 
because this podcast means a lot to you. And look, it means a lot to me. And I am, I'm going to start crying. Stop it, James. Stop it. We all as human beings do things. And we all as human beings affect other lives in the things that we do, right? I have been extremely blessed to be an entertainer and to do voices in cartoons and movies and video games and radio and all this stuff and perform and just do voices and characters and create characters and act. Then I thought, well, I'll talk about it, you know, and I'll make a podcast because everybody on the planet has a podcast. And then because I thought everybody on the planet has a podcast, what do I need to keep doing a podcast for? You know, it's like, okay, it's, I mean, I get on there, I say stuff, I talk and they go on and on and on. And sometimes I go on too long. And, but then I found that it affects so many of you in a positive way. We are all friends. We're all part of the JAT Fellowship. Because of that, this matters, right? And you know what else matters? I'm gonna segue real quick. Let's make sure you know where I'm going. For those of you new to the podcast, welcome. But for those of you that have been listening for a long time, you know what I'm gonna say. It's time to drink some water. Hey, you know, we need like a, water we need some type of like hey jerry the music man can we have like some kind of like introduction for the water like a little we need like a and 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 hey mr announcer guy come back here yeah man i'm following i'm jiving go for it jerry the music man oh okay yeah oh here we go so when it's time to drink some water this will happen it's time to drink some water (sighs) that's good water okay okay Thanks. Yeah, man. The importance of drinking water is um, a big part of the James Arnold Taylor podcast. If you've never uh, been listening to the show before, well, as I always say, I encourage you to go back, listen to some of the other episodes, because maybe this one just came out and you discovered it. Go back and listen. You'll learn who all the characters are. Of course, it's me talking to myself. I do all the voices because that's what I do. And then we talk about things that are good for you, good in life for you, healthy, because many years ago... I lost my voice to black mold, black toxic mold, and I went on a real journey of health, finding my health, getting my voice back, because when I got exposed to the black mold, I lost my voice. And it was was in the height of my career. The Clone Wars animated series that you all know and love was just starting. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie that we did back in 07, well, we recorded in 05, It, it came out in 07. That was just being recorded. Ratchet and Clank, one of the games was being recorded. Johnny Tess was being recorded. Fred Flintstone, I was doing some stuff for him. I, I was in the, the the pinnacle of my my career. I was in my heyday. I was, you know, I was like, Billy, I was, I was a young man. And uh, <laughs> I lost my voice. And so I had to learn various ways. I had to make an option too. In life, there's always forks in the road, right? There's always ways you can go and different options you can take. And that's, I think that's what, you know, this podcast has always kind of been about is talking about those options, going through those and trying to encourage you all that you're good enough to make the right decisions, but you also have to know why you're making them. You have to know what you believe and why you believe it. You have to know more than you want to know. In other words, you can't be offended by everybody and everything because there is a world of offense out there. And there's tons of things that will offend us if we allow it. But if we go, you know what? I'm here to do something. I'm here to be something. I'm here to spread love and joy and peace and and goodness to other people. And I'm here to do it understanding that it's not always going to be easy. Well, then, you know, 
that's that's how it all comes together for us. That's where we learn and grow. And when I got sick and lost my voice and I had to redo everything, I had to relearn everything, you know, all this stuff. I had to relearn my voice and, and who it was and how it was and how I used it and the ways I used it. And I had to relearn my diet and my exercise and all these things. And so water is a big portion of, of drinking room. Te- I drink room temperature water, not cold water. Cold water can shock the vocal cords. That's not good for a voice actor. Cold water can also just be shocked the system a little too. Sometimes that's nice, you know, on a hot day. I'm, I'm not saying you can't have ice water or something, but I don't personally. I don't. And I might have room temperature water. I might have a little warm water with a, a little bit of lemon and a little bit of honey. <laughs> you know, sip that. Oh, it's delicious. But water is important. So on the James Arnold Taylor podcast, we always talk about the importance of drinking water. So when you listen to the James Arnold Taylor podcast, make sure you have a big glass, jar, bottle, whatever of water with you and you sip it every once in a while, every few minutes, you sip the water. Okay. And now we got a little sounder, a little thing, a little promo, a little thing from Mr. Announcer Guy and Jerry the Music Man together there anytime we need uh, some, you know, water. Okay. I like it. So my goodness, where do I begin? I I took a break from the podcast because again, I just I didn't know if it mattered and I didn't know how much it affects people. And now I've really been hearing and seeing how much it does. And so now I really got to try to find the time because this last year we went on a, a lot of traveling due to Comic Cons. And it started the year before. And the year before, I've probably told this story before, but you know, sit back, relax. We're doing the podcast here. I'm going to tell the story. So a while back, I had kind of decided after the pandemic and stuff, I'm not going to do any more Comic-Cons. I'm, I'm just going to kind of just do my thing, do my voiceover thing and all that. And so I kind of semi-retired from that. I told the people that booked me on them all, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I just, I'm not going to do them anymore. I, I, you know, unless it's a real special thing or whatever. I make that decision. I, I pray about it. I give it up to God. Okay. So for those of you that are new or whatever, I'm a Christian. I'm, I, I pray. I'm, I'm, I'm one of them wacky dudes that prays a lot. Okay. I'm just telling you who I am and what I am. All right. I want you to be a fly on the wall in James Arnold Taylor's life. You're going to hear me talk like this. Okay. So, yeah, you know, a lot of people that listen to this show are not religious. They're not of any faith. You don't have to be. I think it's, again, it goes back to knowing more than you want to know and knowing what you believe and why you believe it. It's great to hear other people's perspectives, okay? So when I talk about it, I'm just very honest about my faith. So I pray a lot. So I prayed a lot about that. And I'm like, should I do any more comic cuts? Lord, I'm not going to do any more. I think I'm, you know, I'm going to give that up in prayer. And, you know, and if you want me to change that, then whatever. So a couple of weeks go by. And then my, my dear friend, Matt Lanter, ended up in the hospital. And this was a couple of years ago. Y'all might remember that. He had to have emergency surgery for his, his stomach. It was like an appendix type thing. And he was doing a bunch of Comic-Cons with Ashley, Ahsoka Tano, Eckstein, of course. And they were going to be doing a bunch of shows. Well, Matt and I live near each other. We're neighbors. Our families are very close. My daughter babysits his daughter. Um, but, you know, we're like, we are family. We are family. And so... His wife had texted me, you know, James, Matt's in the hospital. And, and it's just down the road from all of us because we, we all live in the same area. And so I go and visit him there. And I see that if he, after the surgery, he can't be lifting things. He can't be doing stuff. And I thought, you know what? I got to be on the road with him. Now, his dad goes with him. His family, you know, his family that travels with him. It's not like he's, he wasn't able to do stuff. But I just thought, look, if he's on stage with Ashley and something comes up where he's got to, you know, get up quick and do something like that. I want to be there 
And I don't want to be there to help. He's my brother. He's my brother. I love him. Right? And so I thought, I want to be there with my friends. So I talked to Ashley and she said, this is how we're doing it. These are the shows we're doing. She connected me with the people that manage them and do all of that. And we said, we'll give it a shot. And so we started doing a couple of shows. I think one of the first ones we did was Kansas City. And we got to go visit Tom Kane, who is, of course, the voice of Master Yoda. Hmm? Who? And, and he's also the Clone Wars announcer. Crisis on Ryloth. Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi. You know, whatever. Uh, and so Tom lives in Kansas City. And so we got to go visit him. And that was wonderful. Phil Amar was at the show. Phil Amar, of course, is, is Kit Fisto and many other characters on Clone Wars and many other things. He's very, very talented. And so we, I just had a great time because when I had gone to Comic-Cons before, it was a lot of traveling on my own, just going and doing the things and meeting everybody. And I loved meeting everybody. That was always fun. But the travel and everything, it was just wasn't great, you know? And so I was traveling then with Matt and Matt's dad, Joe, and, and we just, we had a great time. And then I went, I'm going to bring my family along. And so my wife and my daughter started coming along. And my daughter became like my assistant and my my handler at the shows. She's the one. So if you went to any of the Comic-Cons this last year and you saw this uh, adorable young gal sitting at the table that says, hello, what can we do for you today? And it's just so cheerful. That's my daughter, Lydia. And she would be the one that would uh, handle all the stuff and then hand it down to me. And then I would meet you and say, hello there, hello there, and, and sign the things or do a selfie or whatever it was that we were doing. I'd listen to your stories and, and we would share. And uh, just amazing, amazing things. So it all started back then. And then this last year we went, okay, we're going to do 20 Comic-Cons this year. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge, man. And so I load up the, you know, the family and we all just start traveling to all these Comic-Cons. And we went, oh my goodness, we went everywhere. We went to Seattle. We went to Dallas. We went to Austin. We went to Boston. We went to New York. We went to Miami. We went to Pensacola. We went to London for celebration. We went to so many different places. We ended up going to 19 in, in total. Chattanooga was the last one I was supposed to. I was supposed to go to Twin Cities and then I caught a cold and I, I couldn't travel, you know, because, you know, when you get a cold and your ears kind of plug up and stuff, it's not safe to be flying. So I just, I couldn't travel to the last one. So I was going to do 20 and I did 19 this last year, but we had a, a blast doing them. And then, so now we've agreed to do another big batch of them. I can't say all the ones that we're going to do, but we're probably going to do about 15 Comic-Cons this year, which is a lot of Comic-Cons. And I'm starting with Megacon in Orlando, Florida. And this, uh, you know, it's, it's probably happening as, as you're listening to this. That is going to be the first one. That's in February. It's first week of February. There's a, about a billion people going to that show. Every possible celebrity on the planet, it seems to be at this show. And including little old me. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then we're going to go from there. We're going to go and do a bunch of others. A lot of them are mainly in the summer. We're going to do a lot. But about every month, there might be a show that I'm doing. So we have found in doing these that so many of you have stories to tell and to share with me. We heard beautiful stories. I, I mean, touching stories, stories where we're all crying, you know, it's people coming up and giving, you know, writing me letters and giving me the letters and saying, you know, and those are really special. That's always lovely. People always say, oh, can I bring you a gift? You don't need to bring me a gift because here's the other thing about gifts. They're, they're wonderful, but a lot of times I have to ship them back home because I travel very light. And I only bring a carry-on and I can't bring all the things, you know, because people will bring us big thing, you know, big 
framed things or or big gifts and stuff. And again, it's very lovely, but it's not necessary. Don't feel that you have to bring me. If you've given me something, obviously that's wonderful and it's great. And so we ship them back sometimes and, and other times we cram it in the suitcase and, and you know, say a prayer that nothing happens to it. And we've been very lucky so far, but, you know, books and th- all sorts of things. And, but yet the letters are really wonderful because a letter is, is simple to travel home with. And it tells your story to me. And I get to learn some amazing stories. And I've gotten some some beautiful artwork. I've gotten some beautiful letters. I've got some just beautiful stories from so many of you. It touches me. It just, it's it's wonderful. So thank you. If you're one of the folks that is, has done that and said that you were affected by my podcast and you're listening now, I mean, man, this is some of the last, the last show in Chattanooga. An amazing young gal came up and, and gave me a, a beautiful letter. And she was meeting Obi Walton and the Duchess Satine because Anna Graves was there. And she gave me uh, Christmas ornaments, which were lovely. And they hung on my tree this year. And a, and a letter that was just beautiful. So I, I'm, I'm not giving names and stuff because I want to be respectful of people's privacy. But I'm just saying the letters, the hope, the love, the care that you have all given me and my family is just beyond anything you can imagine for a guy that, you know, does voices in cartoons. It's, <laughs> but I get it. Look, the reason I'm a person that does voices in cartoons is because cartoons affected my life. When I was a young kid, I lived in a very tumultuous childhood. I had a very tumultuous childhood. A lot of stuff that, you know, shouldn't have been uh, exposed to. I was exposed to. And those cartoons, those shows, those things... They got me through. And so many of you come up and tell me stories about how the Clone Wars or, you know, uh, Ratchet and Clank or Final Fantasy or even Johnny Test got you through a, a, a rough period of time, whether it be the pandemic or a, a divorce in the family or losing a loved one or just trying to figure out who you are in school and life and work and, you know, college, all these things. And, and it gave you that escape. Well, that's what it's about, right? Entertainment is is one of those things. It becomes so volatile right now because it's so, it's just everybody's opinions and social media and all this stuff. It's so volatile, for lack of a better. But what we have to remember is it's there to entertain us. It's there to us, allow us a little escape. And it's there to help us maybe encourage us sometimes and give us the ability to move forward in our own lives in a way that we might not have been able to without that little push, without that little extra, you know, yeah, you can do it. Or without that just feeling good. Sometimes it's good to just feel good. Just like sometimes it's good to watch something sad and feel melancholy or, you know, because you get those emotions out. And so that is what I've spent my life doing as an actor is doing things that then go out there and then people watch them depending upon where their life is. But that's what happened to me. I would watch Raiders of the Lost Ark. It was, it, it saved my, my childhood because I went to the movie theater every summer and watched Raiders of the Lost Ark because the theater ran it every year while I was a kid. And my best friend was away in at, at his dad's in uh, San Francisco and I lived in Santa Barbara and it was, you know, a six hour drive away. I didn't get to see my best friend all summer. So I would go to the movie theater and I would watch Raiders of the Lost Ark and whatever else was 
playing with it. Or I'd, or I'd go, you know, Empire Strikes Back or Return of the Jedi or any of these movies. They meant something to me. They were very special to me. And then as I got older, Back to the Future and Ferris Bueller's Day Off and Weird Science and all these, you know, uh, goofy movies. And they meant so much to me. And they created uh, in me the ability to understand humor in ways or to understand storytelling in ways. They affected what I do. They affect everything I do. The voices that I do and I produce and I come up with and I make up, they're based off of all of this stuff that inspired me when I was younger. And so all of you get inspired by what I'm doing here or what I've done in video games or in, in movies or TV shows. And that's wonderful. It's, it's just neat. Okay. (laughs) So I'm so grateful for it. I'm grateful for these opportunities. And so that's why the podcast comes together and it's a way for me to kind of then say thanks, to tell stories, to be able to reiterate all the things that have happened, all the amazing stories that have happened. So I think what the next episode is going to be, I promised this before and we're going to do it. My daughter and I will have some time where we'll reflect on this last year because here's the other thing. So she worked for us for this last year and she will be 19 in a couple days. It might even be by the time this comes out, she might be turning 19 years old, which is is just astounding to me that my daughter is, is that old now. Not that 19 is old, but you know what I mean? She's still my little girl. She's going to be 19 and we decided she's going to pursue finding that job that she takes and try to make a career out of. She's not going to college. She decided college isn't for her. She could have gone to college. She graduated with very good scores and you know numbers. And, and she was an A to a B student on, on average and did extremely well. We homeschooled her from K to 12 all the way through. She was homeschooled. But we were tough on her. We were not easy. That's why I say she wasn't always an A student because sometimes we'd be like, no, if you didn't get it right, you know, you get an A minus, you get a B plus, you get a B minus, you get whatever, you get a C. I mean, you know, she's, she had times, but we really worked with her. And that was the beautiful thing about homeschooling there is that we were able to really kind of make it Something because also because of my work, because I travel, because my family could travel with me. When she was little, we went to Star Wars weekends and every year we would go to Star Wars weekends. And that was for like four to six weeks. We would stay at Disney World at the Animal Kingdom Lodge and they put us up for all that time. And so we would do school even in the summer and stuff, too. We would work on things. You know, there was always stuff to be done. And she was an amazing student. She did very well. She decided she doesn't want to go to college because... Ultimately, she wants to be a mom, and she says, I don't need a degree to be a mom, and she's right. She has career goals, though, obviously, and she's saving her money. She's very good with saving her money, and so she has her budgets, and she does all that. So she's 19, and she's going to be growing and learning and and working, and she was working for us, the family business, and going to the Comic-Cons with us, and she was incredible at it. Again, if you met her at the table, you'd know she was such a neat, extroverted person. She's so engaging. She loves talking to people. She loves meeting people. She's very, very um, extroverted. And now it's time for her to take all those skills that we taught her and go out into the world and do what she wants to do. You know, she wants to work like in an office and she's like, I'll start by answering phones or I'll do, you know, whatever. So she's just very uh, into that. So this next year she won't be with us, which makes us sad. My wife and I will be going to the shows alone and we'll have you know, people at the shows that are our handlers instead. And there'll be a learning curve, I'm sure, but it'll still be fun. We'll have a good time. My wife and I really enjoy traveling together, and that's nice. And we love traveling with Matt and Ashley and their families, uh, David, Ashley's husband, and and Joe, Matt's dad, and and all the people. And sometimes Ashley's folks come along, and we just have a great time. So 
Lydia will be with us in this last one at Megacon, and that'll be her last show with us. And that's so it's, a, you know, it's a, it's an end of an era. It's bittersweet, but it's time, right? And so you may be going through something like that in your life right now. Are there, are there moments in your life right now where you're, you're changing, you're growing, you're, you're looking at new adventures in your life? Look, the, the last four years have been very difficult for so many people. And, and sadly, the world has become so amplified by it all. And, and again, I think I'll use the word volatile by it all. But hopefully we all still have each other to kind of hold on to. So whatever you're going through, whatever your challenges are right now, I want to encourage you that you can do it. But no, it's not always going to be perfect. Accept that. If you accept that the road ahead of you is not always going to be fun or perfect, but it's going to get you there, you'll do so much better. Because if you think it's going to be perfect and nobody should ever offend you and everything should go just your way, it can't prepare you for the, the world the right way. So expect those things. And then, you know, the, the other thing that happens sometimes is you expect the worst. I'm not saying expect the worst. I'm saying expect things to happen. Okay, there's a big difference between that. You don't want to be a negative person. You, want to, you don't want to be pessimistic. You want to be optimistic. But you can be optimistic and still expect that everything isn't always going to go perfectly your way. You know what I mean? And so that helps you. That, that will help you if you kind of go, you know what? I'm going to struggle at times, but I'm going to enjoy the struggle. I can't tell you how many people uh, you ask them about like, what are your favorite times? They'll always be like, oh, when I was first starting out, we had no money. We had none of this. We didn't have this. We lived in a tiny place. But boy, it was the best time. Why? Because we were living, right? So live in these moments. And when the tough stuff is hitting you, go, yes, but I can reflect on the better moments. And I can reflect that every time I've had these hard moments, they, they, have the opportunity to bring me to a better moment later. Okay. We're all still here, right? We're all listening to the show right now, right? We're all drinking water. Are we drinking water? Let's drink some water. It's time to drink some water. Ah, that's good water. Ah, that's good water. And we're taking in our life. And so breathe. That's the other thing you got to do on this show. You got to breathe. Take some big breaths while you're listening. It's going to be okay. All right. Life is full of challenges. As a, as a person of faith, the Bible that I read, it says that all the time. It says it's not going to be easy. It says life is going to be full of challenges, but the work of your hands is a beautiful thing. So a little story. So I am uh, in my studio right now at home. And if I look out the windows, our whole area is covered in snow. It snowed here uh, a couple days ago. Well, about uh, three or four days ago now. I think it was Monday, Sunday or Monday. It, it started to snow. It started to snow Sunday night. And today is um, Thursday. And so it's been, we've had snow. And we don't normally get a lot of snow where I live. We get, you know, a couple inches once or twice a year, and that's it. This year, we got five to six inches, and it was beautiful. It was amazing. It was so much fun. We went out in it, you know, played around in it, walked in it. It's, it's freezing cold, and it's beautiful, and the snow's falling, and it was, it was amazing. See, I say this because I grew up in California, and I had never been in snow until I was, I think, in my 40s, I think, was the first time I was in snow. I was, you know, late 40s, I think. 
So I had never been in snow before. So for me, when I go, boy, when it snows, it is beautiful. It's fantastic. I love it. Now, of course, if it was, you know, days and weeks and months and stuff, I wouldn't love it. But right now it's great. But so we're out there, we're going for a walk and I see my neighbor, Tom, who's a great guy. I love him. And he's from New Jersey and he knows snow, you know? So it's like, he's out there. What is he doing? He's shoveling his, his uh, driveway. He's clearing it off while the snow was just, the snow had just finished falling for a day. It wasn't going to fall anymore, but it was thick. It was like five inches, six inches thick and it's powder, right? So it's really light. And so he's out there shoveling his driveway and I go, oh, you're shoveling the driveway. He goes, yeah, because it's good to do it now, clear it off. And then, you know, you might get a little layer of ice there tomorrow, but then that'll melt away easier than having to try to chip away five, six inches of snow later when it all starts to melt and packs down and turns into big solid chunks of ice, which is what happened the very first year we moved here. And we had a huge snow, like the first couple of weeks we were here. And I was, I was, you know, trying to get the snow off my driveway to get out of my driveway for like a day or two. And it was ridiculous. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go shovel my driveway. So I go back and I start shoveling and I've got this great shovel now because back the first year we were here, I had a terrible shovel. And so I've got this wonderful shovel I got with two handles and I'm shoveling the snow and it's nice and easy. I'm getting this great workout. Oh, I'm so great. Oh yeah, this is great. And so I shovel the driveway and I look over and I see my neighbor, uh, my next door neighbor, Mark, who's just, I just love him to pieces. He's a great guy. And I had told him, yeah, Tom says, you know, the other neighbor do this and shovel. Okay. So he starts shoveling his driveway so that I finish mine. So I go, I'm going to go help Mark. So I go over and I start shoveling with Mark and we're having a good time. We're talking and you know, all that and doing, doing manly man stuff shoveling the driveway, you know? And so uh, we finish, we finish shoveling his driveway and I turn to leave and say, okay, well, I'll see y'all later. And the whole time we're shoveling your driveway, I'm saying, okay, everybody be careful because it is getting icy here from the places that we've shoveled. And I'm the one warning everybody. So I go to wave and say goodbye. And what do I do? I forget. And I slip on the driveway and I land and I, you know, you know, when you're falling, what do you do? You put your hand out. So I put my, I, I fell on my left side and I put my left hand down and I landed on my left wrist and I, it is, oh, wow, the pain, you know? So I, oh man, and I go back into the house and I say to my wife, I don't know, I may have broken my wrist. So then, and here's the thing, we're snowed in and we're still snowed in. So we can't get anywhere right now. So I currently have a splint on my wrist wrapped in an ace bandage, and I don't know if my wrist is broken or not. But you know what? Man, I had a great time shoveling that snow on my driveway before and then with my neighbor. I had a great time doing all of that. And then I had an accident that happened because life is, is messy. Life isn't always perfect. And, and it was painful. And it was a little scary at, at one point, you know, my body kind of went into shock at one point and stuff. And, you know, I called my, my, my best buddy, Matt Buds, um, who's my producing partner of movies and stuff. And cause he was a, he was a police officer and he had EMT training and stuff. And I called him on the phone cause he lives out here, but he couldn't get out either because we're all snowed in. And I said, you know, Matt, what should I do? And he just said, okay, you know, can you move your fingers and this and that, and where's the pain and all that, you know, okay, put the splint on it. So I put a splint on it cause we had a wrist splint already because my wife had had some carpal tunnel issues, you know, a few years back. And so thankfully it fit and it was the right wrist cause it's my left wrist. I should say the proper wrist, not my right, not the right wrist. And so I've got it all ace bandaged up with a splint on it now. And, you know, the truth is, is it's feeling pretty good. I have movement in my fingers. I don't think I broke anything. I think I massively sprained and perhaps tore some ligaments and stuff because it's, it's a little sore in, in, the, in the wrist itself. But I'll tell you what, I'll figure it out 
And when, uh, it's, like I say, today's Friday, we probably will not be, or Thursday, today's Thursday, sorry. We probably will not be able to get out to a doctor until Monday or Tuesday. And then I'll have it x-rayed and stuff. So that's a long time. That's almost a week without having it x-rayed. But I'm doing what I can do and I'm keeping a positive attitude about it, right? So that is the, <laughs> that's the big lesson for today. What are you going through that's a pain? <laughs> what are you going through that hurts? What are you going through that uh, really is hard to deal with? I want you to just know that right now I'm here with you. I know I'm not literally there with you, but I, I am. I'm here with you. There are other people that are here with you. There, you have friends and family. And we all may not be together in the room together, but we're here for each other. That's why we call it the JAT Fellowship. JAT, James Arnold Taylor Fellowship, because I'm a big Fellowship of the Rings, a Lord of the Rings fan. So we call it the JAT Fellowship here on the podcast. So whatever you're going through, I gave you my story of what's happened to me this last week. And I'm, I'm here for you for your stories. And I'm, I'm here to say, I get it. You know, I get that life is not always what we hope it's going to be. But for the most part, we usually have food to eat, water to drink, shelter, clothing, because obviously there's people that don't. And so we pray for them. We, we, we try to help where we can. And, and you, you try to be a light where you can be. And so if I can be a light to you to say nothing more than, I'm sorry for whatever it is you're going through that's hurting or hard right now, but I'm here and I'm praying for you. I know a lot of people are these days, you know, prayer and saying, pray for this or pray for that. People, you know, get kind of jaded by it. I can tell you definitively in my life, prayer works. It matters. Here's another little addition to my wrist story. So the wrist is, you know, really sore the first day or so. I go through a whole day and I don't really mention it to anybody. And I start getting this feeling. And I don't get these feelings a lot, but I started feeling like God was kind of saying to me, James, you need to ask some friends for prayer for your wrist. So I have some, you know, we all have our group texts and stuff. And I have a group of old friends. I sent a picture of my wrist and they said, hey, everybody, you know, this is what happened. Can y'all just say a prayer? So they all, you know, yes, James, we'll be praying for you. I hope it's all well. You know, lovely words of encouragement and stuff. And then, out of the blue, I get a text from one of my dearest friends in the world, Catherine Tabor, who you may know as Padme Amidala from The Clone Wars. And Catherine is a fellow Christian and believer and, and a big advocate of prayer. And she texts me out of the blue and says, I had a feeling I need to be praying for you. Is everything okay? <laughs> and so... I send her a text. Well, as a matter of fact, here's what happened. And I felt like God said I should be uh, asking for prayer. And so she says, okay, I'm going to be praying for you and your wrist and that it heals upright and that, you know, while you can't get to the doctor, that, that everything settles okay. And that if the bone is broken, that it sits in the right place with the splint and all of those things, right? So 15 more minutes go by and I get another text from my friend Vanessa Marshall who, of course, you all know as Hera in Rebels, Star Wars Rebels, or from Guardians of the Galaxy. She was uh, on that with me. She's in many, 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 many things. Uh, Vanessa Marshall, incredibly talented voice actress and, and performer. And Vanessa, who is also a fellow believer, uh, says, I had the feeling I needed to be praying for you. Is everything okay? 
These are out of the blue. I'm not making this up. And so I tell her the story and stuff. And she said, okay. So in my experience, and that's a very small, but that's a very pertinent, relevant one. And throughout my whole life, I could tell you stories like that. So no matter what y'all think, prayer works. And so when I say I'm praying for you all, it means I am. So, you know, when I get up in the morning or when I lay my head down to rest or sometimes when I'm just sitting in the day, I just say prayers for people. I just, I, I think of you all and I pray that, that you're all okay and that, you know, God is taking care of you and that your, your lives are, are working out. So, you know, whether you believe the way I believe or not, just know that and know that that's okay. That's okay if somebody else is, is praying that you'd be okay. The power of prayer works in my life, and that's that's been kind of a neat little part of my story. But anyways, that's the story of James's wrist. I am praying for all of you that you don't have any broken wrists or anything, and that all is well. And let's drink some water. It's time to drink some water. Ah, that's good water. Ah, that's good water. You know, the water is a good segue, isn't it? So I'm thinking about trying to open it up again, answering your emails and stuff. Because back back in the day on the old James Arnold Taylor podcast, remember we had the emails open and people would send emails and I would answer emails and, and Bob the email. Hey, Bob, 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 Bob. Ooh, oh, yes. And do do and do do Yes, James. You would do the emails and I would read them all and then it would be a lot of fun. That's right, Bob. And so I'd like to be able to do that for you all if we if we start this podcast up again. And I'd like to be able to start this podcast up again and, and really try to put out regular episodes on, on a regular basis for you all. So we'll see what happens. This one was just kind of a catch up. Um, I'm going to be figuring out more stories to tell you all as we go. Uh, hopefully, like I say, the next episode will have Lydia on with me and we'll tell some stories and we'll talk about things. We'll talk about life and, and all. But I just wanted to encourage you all, let you all know that I'm here and the podcast, I hear you. I hear when all of you say on my social media, boy, I really hope you bring the podcast back. Please bring the podcast back. Okay. I'm going to do my darndest. Okay. And I, I, I see now that, um, it's important to a lot of you and, you know, just, uh, just know that I'm going to work on it. I'll, I'll see what I can do. So Anyways, I think that that's probably long enough for an episode, a starting episode here. There's there's still so many stories I can tell, but I'll try to just kind of, you know, each episode just tell a story and then we'll kind of move forward from there. But boy, yeah, we had a lot of different uh, Comic-Con stories that we could tell too of people that we met and different adventures that we had throughout the year. But I'll save some of those for Lydia and I telling them this next episode, all right? So thank you all so much for joining me, hearing me go on about my wrist and hearing me go on about prayer and hearing me go on about all the the different things I believe in my life. I, I appreciate you. I really do. And I appreciate all the, the thoughts and care towards it. And I hope to talk to you all soon here. And I hope that I get to see some of you out at some of these Comic-Cons. Hey, here's the thing. If you are in a place and I've never been to your Comic-Con that you go to on a regular basis, let the Comic-Con know that you want the Star Wars Clone Wars actors, Ashley, Matt, and James to come out to the show. Because we're represented by a place called CelebWorks, and CelebWorks then would get contact, or they, the Comic-Con could contact CelebWorks and say, hey, we want the Clone Wars actors to come out. We have so much fun when we go to these panels. We are, when we go to the Comic-Cons, we do panels, we do signings, we do uh, photo ops, and all of this cool stuff. And it's so, it's, a, it's so much fun, and you get to meet us all, and, and, and so I hope that I get to see some of you there. And if there is one that you want me to come to, let the Comic-Con know and tell them that they can contact CelebWorks. 
Celeb Works. That's the name of the place. And you can follow them on social media and stuff. And find us and then, you know, request us to come to the show. And maybe we'll get to come to your Comic-Con. All right? Well, I hope you have a blessed, blessed day, a blessed evening. Breathe. Nice, big, deep breaths. Wake up. Stretch. Do some stretching. Do some... Look, if you're not a big exercise person... Do some stretching for me this week. Will you commit to that? Will you okay? Will you promise old old Jat that that you're going to drink some water? You're going to drink at least three full glasses of water every day, at least three, and get in the habit. You can sip them throughout the day. Put it in a little bottle. You can sip it. You know, just take sip, 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 and the next thing you know, okay, it's gone. Or one big one that is because my glass is I think about I don't know sixteen ounces or something, and so I fill that up. I don't know, probably six times a day, you know, but, but start somewhere, sipping water, you know, get a bottle of water and sip that and just, you know, and then, and, and, and when you wake up in the morning, big deep breath, start breathing deep, you know, you start by you, you, you breathe in through the nose, hold out through the mouth. Okay. And then stretch. Okay. Go down, Bend down, touch your toes, or sit on the ground and reach and touch your toes and and stretch the body, okay? And then just start movement even, even just little movements, okay? Uh, you don't have to be doing big workouts and stuff, but just stuff to get the body and the mind going, get that blood flow going. If you can go out and walk where you are, go out and get some walks. Start walking. It's a, boy, it's amazing what it is. You don't have to be a runner. You don't have to be a bicyclist. You don't have to do, a, but just get that body moving every day. Eat as good as you can. If you're somebody that is kind of, you know, addicted to junk food and stuff, do what you can to have one good meal a week, one good meal of veggies and stuff. I know most people don't like vegetables. I love vegetables. We love vegetables here. So these are the little things I do. I, I have threatened for years to make uh, cooking videos on my YouTube channel. This may be the year I try to do it because I just want to show you all how easy it is to eat healthy and to live right. And again, all of this happened from when I lost my voice before. I, I, I discovered all these new ways of living, but I'll tell you what, it's changed my life. Okay, it makes me uh, clearer in thought and, and healthier in mind and body and soul. It's just something that I wish for all of us, okay? Life is hard enough. We don't need to bog ourselves down with either bad food or bad drink or not exercise and stuff. So, whatever. But here's the thing know that wherever you're at, at whatever state you're in, you can start with little things, okay? You do those little things and they work up into bigger things, okay? You've got this. You've got this life. You've got this. And there's someone here that really needs you here, okay? Even if we never meet, I need you here. The world needs you here. You are important, okay? You make a difference whether you know it or not. This world is a better place with you in it. So believe that. Receive that as I say that to you because I am talking to you, okay? God bless you. Love you all. Have a blessed, blessed day. May the force be with you. See ya. Yeah, but do. All right, blah blah blah. He's done. Hey, Mr. Announcer guy, do that legal mumbo jumbo. Talking to myself, the James Arnold Taylor podcast is a production of YumiGo Inc. Recorded at Chat Studios. Engineered, written, recorded, and produced by you guessed it, James Arnold Taylor. All voices are parody and should be construed as entertainment only. All music and sound effects used with permissions and licenses through backtracks, digital juice, production tracks, and partners in rhyme. James Arnold Taylor's Talking to Myself, the podcast. Copyright 2024. All rights reserved. We'll see you next time. It'll be sooner than last time. Okay? Goodbye. <laughs>